0: What? No, not telephone voice. Jesus! Stop.
1: Whoa, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was my. That was my sassy Southern voice. That was your Southern voice. <laughs> Did you know Laura Lauren Southern? That's actually her last name is Southern. Who's Lauren? I don't know. She's this like Canadian conspiracy theorist. Oh, really? Or, like, I, I don't think people would consider her to be a, uh, this is why this. Do
0: they have conspiracy theories in, in Canada? This is
1: why this episode's going to get dicey. Dicey! She technically, she technically is an alt-right figure.
0: Oh, well then, yes.
1: But, yeah.
0: Wait, so Canada has, Canada has conspiracies? Oh, yeah. I'm sure they do, I've just never, I've always considered that they would be much more kind of down. Oh, no way. Like level-headed and would be like. You know, socialized
1: medicine's legit, eh? I think, yeah, I think, I think because their government is gen- what a I think, so. I think because their government has generally treated them better than ours has treated us. They like yeah. they don't have as much conspiracy theory, but there's definitely there's definitely a hard. Hmm. I say there's definitely like a hard center there. I mean, there always is, right? I mean, like you have the you know the Quebec separatist movement and stuff, and like Quebec,
0: yes. there's always
1: there's always friend there's always fringes on either side, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which is interesting. So, anyways, so, so yeah, this, is, this episode, folks, we are talking about fluoride in the water. They're turning the frogs gay, Marie. They're turning the
0: frogs gay. You got to do it with turning, a little bit more.
1: You're turning the frogs gay.
0: That was me channeling the one and only Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. One
1: of the worst people in the world.
0: Yeah. I would, I, you know. Regardless of what your political beliefs are, right? So Republican, Libertarian, grassroots activism, Democrat, whatever. Alex Jones is just legit awful.
1: Yeah, Alex Jones is a really bad person. I was, you know, it's one. It's one of the scare. I think it's one of the worst things about the um, about the. And this is something that I think you can we can all agree on being bad generally. With the rise of the internet, we've we've had this rise in sort of the non like the being an expert in something is is looked down on now almost mm-hmm. right like being yes. an expert in you know people like oh you, you went to school to be a doctor what are you some kind of <laughs> fucking coastal elite coastal elite yeah I'll I'll get my tooth pulled to down at the gas station I'll do it myself you know what I mean like. I'm telling you, like people seriously have that. Like some people have that belief system. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, my like my mom has that belief system in some ways. It's weird. Like, it's a weird. I think it's a weird, specifically American thing where you think that you can do anything because we, yeah, (laughs) exactly. No, literally, literally, it is that because we we've been taught this myth of like the rugged American who goes out and does everything for themselves, doesn't need government, all this other stuff. Yeah, that. We, we, we just we, like we accept getting treated like crap oh. and we accept uh, we accept do, having to do crazy shit for ourselves that the rest of the world just takes for granted is like, yeah, the government takes care of you like the government heals you. And it's because we're afraid the government serves its people and part of
0: serving its people is making sure that their their welfare and their health are good.
1: But see, it's, but it's an interesting good. thing. Like, so I had, I had a conversation. Uh I had a conversation with going down socialized medicine. No, we're not, we're right not right. going down that rabbit hole. I swear to God. Okay, good. Um, right. we, I, I had a conversation with a guy who does a podcast. I'm not going to say the podcast or the guy's name, mm-hmm. but he's, lore. But He's. it wasn't, it wasn't Laura. I would love to talk. I would love to talk to Aaron from Laura. You came to be amazing. Mickey. Okay. Um, yeah, no, he's not gonna talk to us. Sorry. No way. <laughs> we we already we already bamboozled Scott and Forrest. It's there's no way another there's no way another bamboozling's happening anytime soon. That ship has sailed. Alright, you know what? Let's just get into this episode quick before this goes on any longer. Welcome to the Mad Scientist Podcast. This week's episode, Chlorinated Water. So, okay, so I had this conversation with this guy who I would consider to be a a fellow independent podcaster. Mm-hmm. And so he is very, very libertarian and not even liberal. like libertarian is almost the wrong word. Right. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get I get into these conversations with people a lot because it genuinely it like it genuinely interest, interests me to get people's views on different th- subjects. Right. Mm hmm. And they always run the gamut. They always run the gamut, right? Like you always have. I agree. Yeah. Especially within like a university philosophy department, which is kind of where I did a lot of these kind of conversations. It always runs the gamut, right? You have mm-hmm. you have the wrong. You have the you have like the young Republican who is like there for theology, right? And he believes in capitalism, and he will never read anything written by anyone whose name even rhymes with Marx, right? Right. Like right. this this guy. You know this guy. This this person he or she is just like, I'm not, I'm not into it. Like I just, that does not fit with my worldview. Yeah. Then, then you have like the died in the wool socialist who like mm-hmm. just had that idea, you know, a month ago. And they're like, they're super into it. Right. Like they're, I love that. Ev- I love everything that. is about socialism now.
0: Yes. And then
1: you have, and then you kind of, have, you have a big middle, right. Where people are kind of like, you know,
0: you got your existentialism. You got your existentialism. <laughs> nothing.
1: <there>. Nothing matters. <laughs> right. Like you know,
0: smoking. Smoking their smoking smoking cigarettes. That, that was me.
1: That was me in philosophy, <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to wade my way through Sartre yes. like an idiot. <laughs> like, what does he say? You have to stare into the void. Um. But one. So there's two aspects that have always always really interested in me. The first one is the the way that politics or political thinking quickly morphs into conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And like where that line is drawn and then also where where do we start? Like, where is the place, though, for legitimate, like everything is fucked? So, for instance, so I got two stories, I guess. Mm -hmm. The first one is with this guy that I was talking to recently. The argument was on guns, was whether or not the government should regulate if we have guns or not. And their argument was that in the history of governments taking guns away it's never ended well for the population, right? Like, even if right now it seems like it's going okay, eventually people have to rise up and attack their governments because the government will try to do will try to do violence on the population. And to me, almost, and maybe this is naive of me, to me in the modern age, that is almost a nonsensical viewpoint. Well,
0: and you have to define violence. I mean, can, isn't there systematic violence of? you know, taking, taking away your rights or making, you know, not having access to, to legal representation or unfairly imprisoned or rendition. I mean, there's a lot of, well, that's, that's the fascinating thing. There's a lot of quote unquote violence and definitions around it, but go ahead. Well, yes, no. I can, I can see where he's going.
1: Well, that's, I mean, me too, but that's the thing right. Is that the line is always, mm-hmm. the line is almost always drawn. And I don't think this was meant to be this person's view, but a lot of the times with those arguments. The line is always drawn like right at the last white person, <laughs> right? Like we, like we, we, draw it just like, just like right at the, you know what I mean? Like right at the, right at the last white guy. So long as, you know, so long as it's not, um, you know, a young black guy using a gun to rise up for his rights, Right. we consider it to be revolutionary and good, right? Yes. But whatever, that's, that's yes. kind of neither here nor there. But to me, like, to me, the idea that the government in this day and age would actually, like, like, that a Western government would be able to take over its population in that way, in a militarized way, is such a, such, like, a piece of cognitive dissonance for me. A misnomer. It's hard to realize, but it's, but the thing, though, it's hard to realize that, like, that happened, you know, 80 years ago in Nazi Germany. Well, I mean, like it wasn't that long ago that it actually happened. Yeah, yeah. And it still no, happens. It, it happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uprisings. I mean, look at it's a different, different dynamic. But Arab Spring. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Arab Spring was like a complete uprising and a complete upheaval that started almost innocuously with a single event or a series of a series of smaller events that all of a sudden, two weeks later, it was almost chaos. Right. Well, not chaos, but it was definitely no longer the, uh, no longer, I can't even remember the guy's name, but they ousted. That's how effective it
1: was. Oh, Gaddafi. No, it wasn't Gaddafi. No, Gaddafi. Arab Spring. Oh, Arab Spring was after Gaddafi. Yeah. Uh, What was was the guy's name in Egypt?
0: Yes. Um, Oh, damn it. Never mind. I don't remember, Um,
1: but anyways. We will have to Google it later. That's 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 how separated we are, Marie, from it. That like, a, riot, a uprising actually happened, and we we're like, who was that fucking guy's name? It's gone now. Who is his name?
0: Gone now. The, yes. Uh,
1: so, but, I mean, that's the thing, though, right? It's it's interesting to me that, like, that would be an area where I would, I would almost knee-jerk put conspiracy thought on the side of, like, the government's coming. We need to hide our guns. That, to me, would be, like, a knee-jerk one where I would just be like, well, that's a crazy conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. But then it, it, it's happened. It happens. It is happening, right? It happens today. Yeah, um, yeah, I would.
0: Yeah. And,
1: the, and then the, uh, the other uh-huh. the other part of that then is that both parties or both sides are always the same kind of the Illuminati theory. hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's this
1: guy there's this guy I used to talk to who ha- who held this belief. And it was it was frustrating to no end. And this 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 was the kind of person who like changed a uh, changed extreme political affiliations like every year. Right. So <laughs> like, you know yeah. You know, so like he started living above a head shop and so suddenly he was all about legalization hmm. and socialism. Yes. And then like he moves next door to a KFC and suddenly he's like, you know, super hyper vegan. And like, you know what I mean? Like just the shit comes out of nowhere. And Proximity. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's it is proximity. It's like what you see. But the issue, so if the issue for this argument, though, to me always was, well, if it's all controlled by one superpower or something, then isn't the logical step then? to revolt right and that's kind of the danger that we're coming across or hitting in today's world with these conspiracy theories is almost the only logical like you know what i mean if you hold these conspiracy beliefs which i don't think there's any any merit to any of them if you hold these conspiracy beliefs it's almost like you know you have access to these weapons you have access to forums where people are like basically you know Mm -hmm. urging each other on being like we got to do something and it's like well okay i'll be the guy that does it then right like it's it's not a large leap so it's it's no
0: yeah i think i think it's especially especially when you're able to get disenfranchised people together right yeah on a in a medium that's safe and anonymous you can you can incite violence that much easier. As long as you're not personally accountable for it, as long as you're not, you know, you don't have any actual skin in the game, it's even that much easier to rile somebody up.
1: Yeah. Right? And that, um, and that kind of brings us to the topic of today's episode. Yeah. Which is this overarching, this, this conspiracy theory that is really a part of almost every conspiracy theory in the modern age has some aspect of this in it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I think, it would behoove us to really quickly define uh, conspiracy theory. We talked about it a little bit, but, and we talked about sort of like how people interact with it, but conspiracy theory is the idea that an organization made up of individuals or a larger group is acting con- covertly to achieve some nefarious or malevolent end that you do not have any knowledge of. Right. And um I actually did uh, did a little reading about this today. Um, for um, an author who's really famous about writing about sort of how conspiracy theories take off, uh, author by the name of Michael Barkin said that there's that any good conspiracy theory has three tenets to it. One, nothing happens by accident mm-hmm. right. So any kind of event like you were saying can be, can be um, can be explained and is is there's no coincidences there's everything fits into it too nothing is as it seems so even if it's a coincidence or seemingly random event it has a deeper meaning that is different than what than what could be rationally explained by the media or even by rational thought and then the third which is my favorite uh, and I swear I'm not making this up is everything is connected (laughs) <laughs> sorry, sorry, Forrest. Um, which is the big one, because it has no room for accident. You know, so pattern is everywhere. Everything is connected. So and everything is sort of self-correlating, right? It's there's no there's no uh, there's no exterior thought or exterior anything that can sort of permeate this this conspiracy bubble. Right. And I think, you know, one of the things that too, like as we go on talking about fluoride is like thinking about the type of, that I almost look at this as almost like a psychological, um, psychological occurrence or sort of a state of mind, like to believe in a conspiracy theory, you really do need to suspend certain beliefs um, within yourself or even like things that you were taught or how you were brought up or even again, some rational thought. And so what kind of when are, when are people the most vulnerable to understand and to buy into something like a conspiracy theory? Because there's been a few of it I've heard and I've, I've been like, eh, I, can, I can see that. And then there's, there's other ones that you're just like, absolutely not that, absolutely makes no sense. But there is something, again, really reassuring about it, even though it's really scary, right? It's like, there's no randomness. Everything is pre-planned and it's pre-planned by something that is much larger than you. So it's almost like this quasi-religious nature to it in some ways, mm-hmm. but I think it's is really kind of scary and fascinating at the same time.
1: Well, so it's an, it's it's particularly interesting because I think it has a lot of it has a lot of relevancy to like a a scientific worldview versus a non-scientific one almost. Because if you think about, we always kind of hammer home like what makes a good hypothesis or what makes a good. Like what makes a scientific thought versus a non-scientific one? Well, a scientific one is made; it's it's falsifiable. Ah, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You do not you do not start out with a preconceived. Uh, you're not you're not finding evidence to prove your point. You're trying to find evidence to disprove your point. Yes. Right, or disprove a theory. If you're trying to prove something is true that you've already decided is true, you're always going to find evidence for it. Right. Yes. And I mean, so, like, so one thing that I find really interesting with conspiracy is, like you said, everything is connected. And so, therefore, nothing is, nothing is just like, what's the word? Nothing is just kind of like bad planning. Right. Or nothing, nothing is incompetence. All preordained. Right. right? It's it's all part of this larger scheme. And you kind of find it interestingly. One area where you find it a lot is on kind of some of the darker parts of Reddit where, you know, so when dark reddit. Yeah. So when (laughs) um, when a certain president of a certain country Mm. says something that they take to be a mistake, like you take the guns first and then you worry about due process, (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. the
1: cognitive dissonance is extreme. Right? Because they've already got it in their mind that this person is playing a larger game to destroy the deep state or something. Right? And so when they... Although, I will say that that jarred me. That
0: whole thing, I was like, Whoa. Oh, me too. I was like, holy
1: crap. (laughs) But, I mean, I own a damn gun. You know what I mean? But I was like, whoa! And it's really, really
0: bad. It's both.
1: But, you know, so... And and I think it's interesting, like, you do see it in your daily life, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, an example of this is... You know, uh, an example of this is things like um, I don't know, like good luck charms, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the reason that it the reason that it keeps working for people is that you don't you don't remember the times that it didn't work. You remember the times it did work. Yes. So if you have a lucky pair of underwear, you don't think about every championship game you missed because you were wearing those underwear. You think about the time you won it all, right? Like you think about oh, they're my lucky ones. They're all only good things happen. Right, like yes. it's it's a yes. form of uh, it's a form of just re encouragement of the same idea. Now, okay, this this idea of fluoride so fluoride and water. Let's let's actually get into it finally. So, yes, what is the point the point of water fluoridation? So first off, fluoride is a element. Um, fluorine is the element actually, and it is what is known as a halogen. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is that fluorine has um fluorine has seven valence electrons Ooh. and elements want to have eight electrons they don't want to have seven they want to have eight and so the closer you get to eight the more reactive a chemical gets or rather the closer you the closer or further away you get from eight the more reactive it gets generally so like an element with only one electron really wants to get rid of that electron mm-hmm. an element with seven really wants to take in an extra electron Okay. Yes. So fluorine is actually, uh, fluorine is one of the most active elements uh, in the universe, as far as we know. Um, and based actually at what we know about the way that elements work, fluorine will likely stay the most active non-metal that we ever find. Now, what the point of adding fluorine to water is to prevent cavities basically. Mm -hmm. That was the original goal of water fluoridation. And so the the exact mechanism is that as your teeth decay, due to acid and stuff, right, like building up and and eating away your tooth enamel through plaque, um, the crystal, the hydroxyapatite, which is the enamel crystal, that starts to get eaten away. And so what you can do is you can add fluoride then to your teeth coating. And it will create fluoroapatite, which is a, um, or something like fluoroapatite, which is basically a different type of crystal that will close up those holes that are in your hydroxyapatite teeth and um, make them nice and strong again. Ah. That's the idea.
0: And is there a lot, I mean, basically the other thing too is it's, is there a lot of fluor, are they putting a lot of fluoride in water? Like if I have a glass of, uh, a one ounce glass of water, how much
1: fluoride is in that? It's a, it's a small amount. Right. Um, the amount of fluoride in the water is... Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're talking like... like we're talking a 0. 0.7 to 1.2 milligrams per liter. Okay? So not a lot. No. Yeah. And so the current uh, the current range is... um The, the current range that's recommended is 0. 0.7 milligrams per liter of water right Mm -hmm. so um that's that's an extremely small amount milligrams is millions of a gram millionth of a gram right okay right so Mm -hmm. we're talking an extremely small amount of fluoride now that being said fluoride is a fluoride is actually in some so in some parts of the world in some parts of the country fluoride is just a natural part of the water anyways Mm-hmm. And it's also a. It's also found in some foods, so the idea of adding fl- and also fluorine is now a part of toothpaste and mouthwash and everything. It's the active ingredient in toothpaste, or one of the active ingredients in toothpaste. Yeah, is a fluorine yeah. is a is a fluorine uh, compound.
0: Well, you know there there is toothpaste you can buy on Alex Alex Jones from Alex oh, Jones. It doesn't have any fluoride. Of course, there is F-R-I. Marie.
1: Um, so no gay
0: frogs. No gay, gay frogs there.
1: So um so the idea so that's that's like the, general the general idea. The general idea is that you would take this in and it would uh, it would help your teeth from decaying, it would help you to continue eating, right? And um and basically it would it would help to stop things like dental infection, right? Which were a bigger which were a big deal before we started fluoridating fluorinating water. We began so there is here's the thing with water fluoridation there's almost a good argument on both sides here except that on one side it quickly devolves into the globalists and by globalist marie i mean the jews (laughs) Jews. (laughs) they are putting fluorine in the water to turn our frogs gay but you also have so like there's the part of it that's like total conspiracy and then there's the part that's like fluoride's not really helping anything. Like it's not really working. No. It's especially now. Yeah. Like there's really not a lot of yeah. reason to continue fluoridating. Uh, there's not a lot of reason to continue fluoridating water supplies. It seems. Right. There's, it, it served a good purpose previously and potentially in communities that are very underserved. You know, I mean, uh, you yes. got a kid who's not brushing their teeth every day because their parents aren't home or whatever. Then. It's potentially good that they're getting fluoride that way, yeah. but...
0: Or if it have, you know, if it have poor drinking water too. Right. Right. I mean, and there's really quickly, just as a side note, there's a lot of different things besides, besides fluoride in water that could, you know, other microorganisms and stuff like that, that, are you know, probably aren't that great for no, you either, but nobody's yeah, making a storm it. It's about, kind of, right? it's
1: kind of hilarious. Like it, you know, in the community, I guarantee that in... I guarantee that in, you know, in areas that have lead contaminated water, I guarantee there's at least a couple of conspiracy theorists who are like, "At least it doesn't have fluoride in it." Like, you know what I mean? It's
0: yeah, like Flint.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. For how
0: many years now?
1: Like, it's ridiculous. So the the issue is ultimately that there's almost not a good reason to continue fluoridating water Mm -hmm. because it is so widely available in other forms. But at the same time, there's really not a lot of evidence that it's bad for you at all. There's, there's basically yeah. no evidence. So, the real reason that water fluoridation became such a large deal was because of conspiracy theories that involved the idea that the U.S. government was covertly being taken over by the globalists. Ooh. Now, in my opinion, and in I think it's borne out by the facts, the word globalist is simply a shortening and almost a mm-hmm. almost a uh, a cleaning up of the term um, globalist Jewish conspiracy. Yeah, right. The uh, yeah. we've stopped talking about the Jewish bankers and Jewish, uh, you know, the Jewish lords of the universe, and we started talking about the globalist bankers. Right. Right. It's just. It's kind right. of. You know, and and it's the dog it dog is, dog and, dog. It's, and it's sort of it's an eye wink, right? It's like everyone knows that you know. When you say globalists, you, say globalists this, yeah. you mean you mean oh, those powerful Jewish families that control the media and everything else. Um, and anyways the the idea is that the globalists are putting these chemicals into the water. They're putting them into the air. They are uh, controlling our minds with these chemicals through MK Ultra like techniques. For the purpose of question mark. So when did it start, though? Because isn't it
0: wasn't like the first argument for the the first conspiracy was that it was happening more in the forties and communism it was communists that were behind it. commie pinkos. So, remember, remember that line from Doctor Strangelove.
1: Go say it, Marie.
0: Oh my god! No, I don't know it. I just remember. I just remember <sighs> the Jarup or saying that. Tommy is the greatest threat. We were fluoriding our water, yeah, or something. something like
1: that. The Sorry. so the idea is that okay. So first off, uh, fluoridation of water supplies became a official U.S. policy in the fifties, and in the sixties, it became like really widely used and started affecting everyone in the United States. So before that, it was like big cities and whatever that were getting these fluoride uh, treatments to their water supply. But over time now, it's, I mean, I guarantee your local water supply listener is probably fluoridated. Now, or fluorinated. I need to stop saying it wrong. <laughs> now, Florida. Florida. The, the conspiracy theory itself really has been around for some time. Um, the first, like, so last episode, we talked about cholera outbreaks and water supplies, right? And how that led to the first, really, uh, Jon Snow began the first analysis of water as a pathway for disease to spread, right? And from that time, it became clear that we needed we needed some control of municipal water supplies. We needed to both stop polluting water, and we needed to try to clean it if we could right mm-hmm. and that started up with the idea of chlorinating water right adding chlorine to water yes. or some other chemical to kill bacteria if you remember again we talked about the germ theory of, of disease and the um the three methods to kill these microorganisms they were uh, friction they or rather they were heat they were chemical and they were um they were okay. filtration filtration. yeah, And so filtration and chemical treatment are, and heating really, all work very well on water, but it just makes more sense to filter them and chemically treat them than to heat them up before they go to people's homes. And so that's really where the kind of the first idea of like municipal water treatment um, became utilized, right? Now, as for the conspiracy theory, probably, I want to say the first, the first real time that this was put out um, super clearly on the airwaves was actually the guy that came before Alex Jones right and this guy this guy's that um this is um this is uh this is this is Bill Cooper Ooh. Milton William Cooper um Ooh. he is, is a he's a really really famous conspiracy theorist but he believed that basically he believed that um you know AIDS was a government AIDS was a government disease that it was created that um the government was controlling the government basically was controlling us through water. Yes. And municipal water supplies. And the idea being again like the reasons that these are the reasons given for this are always different but one consistent one that comes up a lot is the idea that we need to depopulate the planet.
0: Oh really? I heard it made you compliant. Fluoride uh did something to your penal gland and
1: therefore made you zombie-like. Well, I, maybe that's a more modern-day version of it. When what, what I what, oh, what, what, okay. so what I had heard or what I had read, not what I had heard. I guess I heard it. Tell you what I, I guess heard, I heard. Yes. What I had read consistently or <laughs> pretty regularly is the idea that, um uh-huh. yeah, I guess compliance is the right word. Almost fluoride is put in the water. You're controlled in other ways, and then the government is able to eventually kill you off by either uh, using diseases. Or causing you to commit suicide or um, just by rounding up people into camps. Um, And that's where the idea of FEMA death camps come in.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Right. So all of this, all all of this comes from just trying to keep kids teeth from from breaking apart. You know, because we eat too much sugar in America.
0: Well, that's I mean, yeah. I'm surprised that there's not more of a conspiracy against big sugar.
1: Well, that's the beauty about conspiracies, Marie, is that they're always really good at Probably. probably. They're they're always really good at like hiding the actual cause of problems, almost, right? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's an interesting question. Now, water fluoridation—it's part of a larger conspiracy set. That is the Illuminati slash globalist slash reptilian conspiracy. (laughs) Now, not and and whenever people hear reptilian, they think, oh, my God, you know, this is silly and it is silly. But it it, again, a lot of these words, a lot of these ideas are taking the place of earlier ideas like that, um, for instance, Jews, uh, Jewish immigrants would go into uh, towns and poison the water.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. that's a very old conspiracy theory um that is uh, prevalent all over the world and it is one that it continues today in the idea of water fluoridation being a means to control the population yeah right or or that a witch a witch would come into your town and give a potion to the water that would make everyone just leave her alone right or control them in some way Mm -hmm. like The idea is that the other can come in and take away something as important as water. You know, something that we need to live and do our work and everything else. um, That has been around forever. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's a good point. It's almost like it's gone from sort of a folktale, some sort of a cautionary folktale at that time of what was actually causing, you know, sickness to even, it still hasn't been solved and it's gone into a modern day conspiracy.
1: This idea, I think that water being tainted by the other or some larger conspiracy it's around all over the place right so um this book is this quote is from walter Lacker's or lacquer's book uh, the changing face of anti-semitism from ancient times to the present day quote there were no mass attacks against jewish poisoners after the period of the black death but the accusation became part and parcel of anti-semitic dogma and language it appeared again in early 1953 in the form of the doctor's plot in Stalin's last days, when hundreds of Jewish physicians in the Soviet Union were arrested, and some of them killed on the charge of having caused the death of prominent communist leaders. Similar charges were made in the 1980s and 1990s, in radical Arab nationalist and Muslim fundamentalist propaganda that accused the Jews of spreading AIDS and other infectious diseases. End quote. This is a this is a a, an idea that is almost older than written history
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right and again it is one that we it's one it's a mythical idea that continues in our in our lives that a lot of us have never gotten rid of and it's 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 a it's a crazy idea it's just yeah
0: i think that the part to me that is so crazy is again, it's it's globalist, but to what ends? Like more of the so with a with this, what I was finding more, I think, it must be a little later on, which is much more of a financial gain, right? That there are these huge corporations. So if you move away from the Illuminati just a little bit, it's like these huge corporations that will have a financial, a massive financial gain by doing this, and it's. Uh, one, we can, we'll put it up on the, on the site. It's an article from Vice that talks about, you know, this, this whole idea of, uh, of the fluoride conspiracy. And they say, if you dig into uh, when water fl- fluoridation, again, you found a convoluted suspicious mess. According to conspiracy theories, the biggest profit to be made from water fluoridation was Alcoa. Alcoa was a company of unlimited, uh, had an unlimited supply of toxic waste, a byproduct of aluminum, a.k.a. fluoride, at their lab. Uh, a sponsored a biochemist who did tests on rats and showed that cavities were reduced with fluor- fluoridated water and concluded that the case should be regarded as proven. In this historic moment, it's, it's historic moment um, so the story goes, the first public proposal was put forward that the U.S. should fluoridate its water, hmm. which is crazy because, again, like Alcoa being a huge company that is, you know, publicly traded, is and again, like it exists to make profits, but again, sort of tying all of this back to like wanting to keep citizens docile, wanting to keep them under control, um, and that that companies like Kellogg's, Nestle, and Crest, other food companies, were collectively known as the fluoride mafia. <laughs> which I think is actually a pretty good a pretty good name, right? You know, Marie, it's pretty good.
1: I always knew that those what,
0: fluoride mafia
1: that those. Mm, fucking mm, toothpaste mm. companies i knew it
0: (laughs) yep here's hand in hand with sugar cereal and candy right which you know if you're gonna put together a good conspiracy theory that to me makes sense if you follow the money you're like well of course you know they'll just they'll just keep putting out sweeter sugar and they'll just be putting out more more um you know
1: more stuff to fight it see but that's but that's like the whole thing though right is it's like that would make sense if these, I don't know, like... And I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, that's it. Buying yeah, a water I mean- filter. We are selling filters here on the air now, folks. The So the thing that makes me, the thing that always frustrates me with these ideas, though, is that, like, mm-hmm. there's almost an idea. Like, like, for instance, the idea that we would be made docile in some way, right? Yeah. I, I would argue that a serious conspiracy theory that actually is happening today... Is that the NRA is funding politicians to stop the passage of gun control legislation? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is like hardly a conspiracy theory. In fact, it is just like a fact of the matter at this point, right? Yes. Now, I would agree with you. If if we have companies that are trying to fight to make us like the people that are selling the idea that water fluoridation is making us docile and stupid and fat so that the government can control us are the same people buying shitloads of guns and grenades and shit and filling out their bunkers with canned food mm-hmm. because they think that the government doesn't control them but they're buying guns because the, the guns mm-hmm. lobby controls the government Marie, it's, all, it's all connected Marie. <laughs> it's it's like, all connected. Oh my god, they're right. Uh, the, like, the, like that's the thing that thing doesn't make any sense, right? Like there is there is a really good So I think one of the most interesting arguments made in like Marxist philosophy is the idea that when you're in an economic system, everything in that system, like nothing should ever just be assumed to be uh what's the word? Nothing should ever be assumed to be Altruistic. Yeah, altruistic, right? Exactly. And actually in many ways, like in many ways, communist th- communism and socialist like philosophy is almost conspiratorial in its in its groundworks as well, right? Because it mm-hmm. starts from the premise that everything is controlled by money, and so everyone is trying to trick you to make more money. Right. In some ways. And so it's like, you know, that's it's funny. There there's a, a difficulty in arguing with someone who is really well read. On like Marxist philosophy because they can just say that every part of your argument is created by the man, man. (laughs) Yeah, and it sounds stupid, but like it's kind of a good argument, right now. I love that so much. So, so it's it's at least an unwinnable argument, let's say. So, the point that I was going to make was that it's probably true that we as a population are being manipulated by by all. Like, why can't we? Why not both? Why can't we be manipulated both by? the government in the media to buy Adidas and go to fancy things and ask yeah. podcast listeners what, David Marie! Like, mm-hmm. no, like, why, you know what I mean? Like, why can't we both be getting fat and stupid on cereal while also, you know, picking out the cereal bits from our teeth with knives and guns?
0: Well, it's, it's part and parcel of the same thing, right? Because you could also argue that it was a communist plot that Fluoride in the water was a communist plot to weaken public American health, right? It's the other big thing that it was done to us by communists. So after World War II, they're around. That was a huge part of this of of the fluoride conspiracy. See, but again, like it's just there's anything can tie back into it, right?
1: Yeah, I mean that's what makes it a great conspiracy theory. Is it all ties back? It's yeah, right?
0: Yeah, I mean personally, I agree with you. I think you you never are outside the sphere of influence of of marketing or capitalism or somebody trying to package or sell right i mean you just can't you can't outrun that and you can't you can't i don't think ever turn a blind eye to being affected by some sort of branding in some way right i mean it's just it's it is everywhere it's all pervasive the idea we've talked about this before the idea of rebelling against something is almost now as cliche and as part of that as anything else as as well
1: yeah i mean they sell they sell has been bought. they sell they sell shirts that say fuck the police at you know the mall Right. You know, like you, yeah, okay, yeah, fuck the police, yeah. sure. Or Che Guevara t-shirts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, I bet. Exact. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It is. I mean, as soon as, you know, there's no way to outrun that. And it only gets it only gets more and more um more and more kind of insidious when you when you apply it online or when you start to think that you're you're not being marketed to and it's a genuine it's a genuine thing. But it's like it goes back to what you were saying. Basically you're buying the cereal you're picking your teeth with with guns and knives you if you're not part of a larger conspiracy then there's really nothing out there that's validating that you're not yeah you know it's hard to prove a negative
1: yeah it is
0: a lot of this as well so although it's a lot of it is kind of when you when you start to like actually look at it you're like dude I don't think Hitler was the first person to use fluoride. I'm just gonna say it. I don't <laughs> think that's the case. That doesn't
1: make any. You know. You know. Uh, well, the thing—the so. thing that's frustrating with some of these uh, beliefs is that. Um, so, for instance, one argument that always, one argument that gets added a lot to this whole idea of fluoride is that it's it's bad because it's unnatural.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
1: Fluoride is bad because it's unnatural. <laughs>
0: Fluoride... And you should drink raw water.
1: Yeah, I mean, so fluoride is like, fluoride is naturally found in um, grapes, dried fruits, dried beans, cocoa powder, walnuts. Um, you know, it's yeah. it's the 13th most abundant on the Earth's surface. It is one of the most reactive ones, so it's found in a lot of different compounds. And um, generally, like, it's, it's not that it's not that rare to be it's not like they're adding again, it's not like they're adding cesium to your drinking water or something, right? They're they're plutonium. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not an unnatural chemical that we had to create ourselves on the planet Earth. Right. This is a naturally occurring element that's been here since we've been here and from before, far before us, right? Now
0: And probably you're probably getting it, you're probably getting more fluoride from other sources besides water than during the course of a given lifetime anyways, yeah, right? I yeah. mean, it's
1: like... Now, the other thing that's interesting is that, actually, one issue did come up with fluoride, which is fluorosis, okay? Mm. So fluorosis is basically, like, your teeth become... Um, your, your teeth have too much fluoride inside of them, right? And so it can mm-hmm. it can just cause different, different sorts of problems, right? Yes. Um, and then primarily what it does is it just changes the way your teeth look doesn't really have any kind of doesn't really have a lot of issues frankly mm-hmm. but um but it can it can make your teeth look weird and it can also create kind of what's the word um it it, it it doesn't cause you to have more cavities or anything it just makes your teeth look bad right mm-hmm. and your your mm-hmm. teeth your teeth can become physically damaged if if it's severe right and basically what'll happen is that your teeth become uh, your teeth become like pitted basically right? Oh, okay. And so because yeah. again the fluoride is like the the hydroxyapatite that is the calcium crystal that's on your teeth is being overtaken by fluoride to such an extent that big holes form, right? Yeah. Now, that actually was found in that was found in water. That was found or that was found to have occurred in some uh, students, some people in the United States. And so um the level of the level of fluoride in the water in the United States was lowered. That's hmm. the reason that it was lowered to 0.7 milligrams per liter of water. Interesting. So, um, so, oh, well, actually it's been, it's been recommended that it be reduced. It has not been reduced yet, but it's been recommended to be reduced. Okay. What? So like, again, if there, that's, if I don't like, if there was a conspiracy, yeah. <laughs> like if you know what I mean I was like well no but chemtrails are part of it too right like the 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 funny thing to me with all of this is that it just all gets like it. you know Alex Jones just eats all of it and then shits it out on his radio show and his websites and everything and on Twitter wow. and like charges money
0: for it yeah that's the thing too so what i really think it does come down to sort of capitalism like you if you can make money off of something if you can make money off of fear you will faster than you can make money off of goodwill or that you can make money off of anything else there's people out there that will be like i can be i can make myself rich making other people scared yeah sounds okay so speaking of which really quick i don't know if you saw this fluoridealert.org.
1: I didn't see that. Did you see that? No, I didn't. So
0: fluoridealert.org is, and I, I've only perused only a little of it, but it has, what I love is 50 reasons why to oppose uh, fluoridation. Now, I'm sure that some of these are actually fact-based reasons, but some of them are a little like loosey-goosey. A little loosey-goosey on it. Like, um, and I don't know if, the, you know, and I what I'm curious about is is like the it's they they uh, that there's never been a randomized control trial to demonstrate um, fluoridation's effectiveness or safety. Which I I don't know if that's true or not. I feel like that may not be true. That
1: does there's no. There, the NIH did studies.
0: I'm Eliza, and I need you to listen to me. Have you ever felt so much that you don't know where to put it all? And you wonder if anyone would notice if you screamed. Because you want to. Scream for the ones they've hurt. The ones they've taken. Scream for yourself. These are my words. My story from my perspective. Because I know you'll hear other versions. Because I want you to have a chance to believe mine. Or at least hear it. If you're getting this, it's already over. But if one of you listens, really listens, it won't
1: be for nothing. The NIH what? did so many studies. <laughs> we know. Yeah. We know one of the guys that did those studies. <laughs> yeah, that's.
0: Well, and that's what's really interesting about like brought fluoride now is that you know just kind of the work that we've been doing with some other people and reading a statistician's work on fluoride is very interesting and is very thorough and then coming back and saying that you know some of these facts that they put in are are uh you know just are a little loose yeah they they, they don't control how much they put in the water is another fact which again i'm just like it's not some you know again it's not some dr strangelove character pouring you know, pouring fluoride or throwing fluoride, huge hunks of fluoride crystals into our water stream. I think it's, a, you know, it's not that. No. It's not
1: that. So here, it's okay. So let's kind of, let's kind of bring it all, mm-hmm. let's bring it all around. This episode's kind of been a little bit freewheeling so far. Let's
0: bring it around.
1: Okay. So water fluoridation, like we said, started in the U.S. in the 60s. Since that time, there's been a marked increase, or at least, see, that's the problem with a lot of this stuff. Is that there appears to have been a marked increase in cancer and in ADHD and in autism and all these other things. But we've also just gotten a lot better at diagnosing those things. Yes. Like if you remember, Before those things went undiagnosed. If you, they, weren't, yeah. they did not if exist, if you remember they in, exist. If you remember in the last episode, we talked about how one of the earliest surgeries to be perfected was by Hippocrates in 200 BC, where they would remove breast cancer tumors. Cancer has been around since humans have been around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a disease. I mean, there are environmental factors that contribute to cancer, but the idea that it is due to something new, there just is no evidence for, right?
0: Yeah. And it's especially insidious to say that something like ADHD or autism is tied to something like fluoride. That's, or anything that's or anything that's like that. That's especially like because it's an underdiagnosed. Yeah, uh, it's an underdiagnosed thing now, anyways. And so it's like, oh, let's take let's take time and uh, uh, media attention away from what's actually causing it and how you actually can affect change with kids that have yeah. it to something like quackery like this. Well,
1: it's which is just just well, wrong. it's also it's also part of again a long history of these are a lot of the times these are diseases or these are conditions that have been like their entire history is is full of quackery and uh, malpractice right yeah. so you know um autism it was thought that it was due to a mother's coldness right and then it was due to you know a lack of uh lack of discipline and then it was due to you know radiation and electric you know what i mean like right. there's all kinds of things that it's not due to you know what I mean? It's
0: always the mother. Well, so that's really the that other thing too. It's always it's, the mother's it's, it's fault. The mother's fault. She was a cold and you know a cold, unloving woman. It's like, oh my god, I can't not gonna win. No,
1: it's never the old dude. What? It's never the guy who's got a weird dick or something. You know,
0: it's never the guy with the weird. It's never dick. the guy with the weird
1: dick. <laughs> that's our next T-shirt. Man, we earned. We earned that explicit rating this episode. Now, Ooh. the other thing. The other thing that I think is interesting is so we have this. Um, we have this misuse of this idea. We have absolutely no statistical evidence to back up the idea that fluoride hurts people. In fact, since we've started fluoridating water, the rate of dental uh, what they call dental caries or or uh, cavities mm-hmm. has decreased for children in the United States, right? But again, there is no really clear evidence to show that it's effective for adults. Okay? It's effective for children, When you're not giving a crap about your teeth, but it may not be effective or may not show as much effect for adults who do tend to take care of their teeth when they see how much dental bills cost. Yes. Now, there is also, though, this overarching conspiracy theory where fluoridation is thought to be, again, part of this government control scheme. And it does all um, in many ways. So let's just kind of run through that really quick. We start with the idea that there's a a powerful group in the government that wants to control humanity, either for economic gain, for religious purposes or reasons. Like their reasoning is never super clear. One of the more interesting yeah. ones for me is the idea that uh, the aliens from Zeta Reticuli came down and said, "You have to lower, or you know, we need your we need your bioenergy, so you better." You better start to kill off humans or not. They need our bioenergy and they need a really, really large genetic population for that to occur. And so the Illuminati is trying to kill six million people or get us to below six million because then they won't have enough genetic information.
0: <sighs>
1: Which is a good one. Then <laughs> it's that's a good a one.
0: It's a lot. It's, a stretch. it's like, But that's where, it, really quickly, that's where this whole thing falls apart, right? It's like, why are they doing? Yeah, like what is the rationale or the why? What is the motivation? And I feel like with conspiracy theories, they're really excellent at building at building the superstructure of it. But when it comes down to like just putting a lock on the door, you know, they build this amazing mansion, this huge house. Everything's perfect. It's got all these bars. There's no foundation. It's perfectly symmetrical. Total foundation. No lock on the front door because there's nothing when is it money like how much money is enough and then it just sort of like dissipates or is it is it just world power like they just want to control people they just want to kill people because of what now
1: why well that's why that's why i think actually there's a resurgence almost in the idea of like the grand unified paranormal theory is because Uh, eventually like there's this build-up where it's either all fake or it's all true and because a lot of us are you, you know we're all we're all talking about the same stuff basically the same types of evidence for all this other mm-hmm. all this stuff and then it all falls apart and then we have kind of a period where we're like rational whatever and then it comes back again right like not rational per se but almost like you
0: have 15 minutes where we're all rational and shit makes sense and then it's gone well, i don't know for i mean so another 10 years. so like so well, it's true. so for
1: instance um so i think you're right that they're they're ultimately like a lot of people will tell you on the internet fluoride is bad for you, but everyone's got a different reason for why fluoride is then put in water, right? Right. There's, it's never clear who is doing it or why. It's always a innocuous or not innocuous. It's always a hidden them who want to control mm-hmm. us. Um. So the idea is that again, there is some reason for them putting the fluoride in the water, and it's all con- it's all put put together with the idea of. Um, That's also why the government wants to create these large, uh, you know, these large camps, which they say they're using for uh, preparedness for storms and stuff that actually that is the beginning of a control camp or some kind of internment camp. You have the idea of chemtrails, another way for them to disperse chemicals and pollutants onto the population outside of case the the fluoride wasn't covering it, I guess. Um, you have the idea of like media control or MK Ultra style techniques or technology, mm-hmm. but the thing is that this is all like like we were saying, it all covers up like real crap that's happening, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, groundwater pollution is a huge deal. Yeah. yeah. There is a nuclear waste site at Hanford Reach in Washington that is, to this day, leaking radioactive waste into the waterways of all of that state and nobody talks about it right like it's been leaking since the 80s and we're just like well it's leaking less you know what i mean like it's like that's actually happening you know companies are actually buying up the natural waterways of third you know of, of third and second world countries that happens and or, flint. Again, or, flint, just, or flint, or flint, or flint, or or lead gets into the water because of a stupid mistake, and it's never cleaned up again.
0: No, because and because that population doesn't have a voice and they don't have money, it's ignored, it's systematically ignored.
1: So, it's all right,
0: and that you know that's a lot more interesting. That in itself is a conspiracy, but it's not for some reason it doesn't have it doesn't have the. Um, It doesn't self-soothe like the Illuminati does, and I think that's the psychological thing to it, right? Like, if you have to solve a real problem like Flint, Michigan, or if you have to solve a real problem like, you know, systemic poverty within our within our borders, how how do you even talk about that, and how do you even how do you take yourself out of that equation because you are part of that problem, you are something that has to contribute to it, right? And with the with the uh, conspiracy you are conveniently on the
1: outside. You know, You're not the You know what I think it is, actually, in some ways, is that it's the beauty hmm. of being able to say, first off, with conspiracy theory, you can say that you are smarter than everyone else. And therefore, if bad hmm. stuff happens to other people, they deserve it because they didn't listen to you. Right? And then on top of that, too, with conspiracy theory, it's always up to the individual. It's never up to a group. Right. Yes, And, it, and it, it almost gives validation for why you are alone or why you've had a hard time making friends or, you know, how come chatting up that girl at the bar about the Illuminati didn't work? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's a really good reason for why this doesn't happen. Um, before we go, before we – so That was excellent. But thank, thank you. God. Before we close up this episode, actually, one part of this argument that I find really interesting is um, – so Alex Jones. We really, we really, Alex Jones. we really should do a whole episode. On, we should really do a whole episode on Alex Jones. Um, He, he deserves his own series, really. Mm-hmm. Um, And all the other people that he has. Him and, him and Ann Coulter. Him and Ann Coulter. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So, uh, so, so uh, let's say you wanted to, to not take fluoride. Let's say, let's say you've been listening to a certain person's radio show. And they are telling you that fluoride is bad for you and that the government is using fluoride to get you to buy stuff mm-hmm. to, to make the fat globalists even fatter and richer. Well, the Animal good news for you, gay. the good news for gay you, frogs. is that you can actually buy some toothpaste <laughs> from Alex Jones, a guy who clearly... So, okay, Alex Jones Super Blue Fluoride-Free Toothpaste, uh. which uh, a revolutionary new toothpaste blend with iodine and silver. It's got, wait. Now here's, now here's the thing. Alex Jones has bought super hard into the iodine train. He, he really has. That does sound good. He thinks that iodine is better than fluoride um, because he has a guy that can get him a shitload of iodide, basically. He knows a guy. He knows a guy knows who knows can get guy. him on iodine, and so he sells it on his website. Yeah now this retails this toothpaste it is uh it retails for 15 dollars are you shitting me okay it is um it's uh it's good it's good it's it's 15 dollars
0: and how much for shipping
1: um i actually don't know i'm not going to put it in my cart because i don't want him to know where i live (laughs) but that's a conspiracy for you oh but so his his toothpaste is 15 dollars now you can get the same size toothpaste, Tom's fluoride-free whitening toothpaste in peppermint for five dollars. Mm-hmm. hmm With free shipping.
0: Yes, and Tom's also like the the profit margin on toothpaste is it's like seventy percent. I'm sure it the is top right there. By the way, so five dollars <laughs> is a lot of money for toothpaste. Fifteen dollars is is. Insane. Now here's the especially coming from a man who has no background in dental health. Now here's
1: the other good thing, Marie. Let's say, let's say you don't even want You don't even want to brush your stupid oh teeth. God. Stupid right? teeth. You don't even care about your teeth. Your globalist stupid teeth. Jesus. What if you would just rather globalist cuck teeth? <laughs> globalist cuck teeth. <laughs> oh! Hot takes.
0: Throw out there. What Hot if? What if you would just
1: like to filter all of your water? Well, yeah. thankfully Alex Jones sells water filters on his website too. Of course he does. All right And so those range in those range from uh twenty five dollars for a can like a little can for your house mm. all the way up to a uh, thousand oh. um for a or a couple you know a couple thousand for a uh, home uh, water filtration system now here's here's the issue <laughs> here's the issue oh yeah. Here's the here's here's just issue. one. <laughs> Alex Jones is lying to you, okay? Alex Jones, like, first off, preach. First off, it it doesn't. Ooh, you can also get the Tim Tam power massager. <laughs> it's, it's on the recommended page. Oh God, help! me. Oh, it's got it's got two guys hitting each other with a massager. Oh, that looks steamy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Uh. Oh boy, getting getting warm over here. Um. Here's the issue with, with all this stuff, right? See what Flora does. Anyone anyone who's trying to sell you the listeners are smart. They don't even need this. Everybody
0: needs it, Chris. I'm telling you why, because <laughs> you are like I said, you are constantly bombarded with people recommending things. And again, you're I think it's human instinct to want to listen to people, especially if they are, you know, especially if they are echoing something that is your World point of view or reinforces something that feels good within your world. But you think again, it, it's altruism. It's, it, they're doing it because they are helping, because they are serving. Yeah. People aren't doing that. People are doing that. Alex Jones is selling you something. Well, though, that's, a, and yeah, he, he's selling it to you. And really, he wouldn't be Alex Jones if he didn't take money. Like if, if I would listen to Alex Jones, if Alex Jones went an entire month, babbling whatever it is not accepting a dime from the people then i would be like maybe he is maybe he is onto something maybe there is something to it
1: right so you know so here's the thing right if anyone if you go anytime you're in a group and this is true of like Mm -hmm. this is true of like alien stuff ufo groups this is true of any of these things right um bigfoot bigfoot groups Whatever. whatever right like If you go to to something with these huge problems like this or that are giving these huge ideas and they tell you that there is a simple solution or a simple way to get to the bottom of it, if only you pay them some money, they are lying to you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, that being said, Patreon is exempt from that rule.
0: Yes, it is, because we, we singularly know the truth. No, no,
1: but like like but it's okay. I'm teasing. It's true. It's it's true, right? There's this idea that there's this idea that um we want cheap, quick answers. And the idea that fluoride can actually hurt us, or the idea that, you know, just by getting rid of this compound that is pretty innocuous, you can do all kinds of things like you can, you know, heal yourself from cancer or, you know, focus better or make sure your kid won't won't be born with some kind of um, developmental disorder or a learning disability or whatever. Oh. Like, these are simple... solved
0: solve that whole gay frog problem. Like,
1: these are simple solutions to very complicated problems or complicated complicated questions. And so it becomes a larger, larger issue, I think. And I mean, what's fascinating to me with this whole thing was I think we went into this episode, I, I at least went into this episode thinking that there'd be a lot more science involved. But it's like... But it's like it's really cut and dry. There is, yeah, there is no evidence at all that fluoride is dangerous. Um, out. I mean, but that's the thing. There is evidence that fluoride is dangerous, and so we are ch- we are suggesting to change the amount of fluoride we put in the water because it's causing fluorosis in a small percentage of children, something like twenty five percent. Um, you know what I mean? Like I mean, that's not a small percentage, but still, like it's one of those things where it's not. It's not making them into zombies. No, it's, it's I don't know. <laughs> There's so much wrong with the idea.
0: Right. It's almost hard to... It's incredibly, yeah, it's a flawed idea.
1: It's hard to know where to begin, Marie.
0: Well, you can start by going to Apple and giving us a review. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listeners. Also,
1: ignore, or, every, ignore everything we said about giving uh, mad men and women money. <laughs> ignore all of that. <laughs>
0: Well, you're doing it in the name of science, <laughs>
1: right? Uh, dear listeners, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, we will be back yeah. in another week with our next episode. Ray, what do you want to do the next episode on?
0: Uh, ooh, I don't. You know what? I think I think we're gonna go for a grab bag and maybe just pull a topic out of a hat. I don't know.
1: Is that what we're gonna do? I don't
0: know. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna think of something really good. I
1: legitimately. I have to think I legitimately it. cannot believe how little interesting stuff there was on fluoride
0: it's interesting in the bigger in the bigger respect, right? I think it's, it's interesting because it really does show when you boil it down, there's not a lot to a lot of conspiracy theories, right? True. And that's what's sort of, that's what's also a little bit disappointing, is you kind of want a little bit more meat on the bones. But if our listeners have a favorite conspiracy theory that they want us to talk about and look into and look up for scientific facts, tweet at us
1: at What's yours? Mad Scientist pod. Mad Scientist
0: pod or at Team Giant Squid because we want to know. And um, yeah, if you got any good ones or if, you know, you're you're out there, you're out there, you know, serving the man.
1: Keep on keeping on. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, dear listeners, we will be back in one week. Um, actually, Marie, I think we should do the history of the color blue. Yeah, let's do the color blue. It's going to be an awesome one. That's a good one. That's a good one as well. Sweet. So, Color Blue, then Tree Communication, which is going to be... Which is... Okay! No! It's actually a really cool episode, Marie. This one was suggested by a listener, a dear friend of the show, uh, one of our very first supporters in many different avenues. Uh, It's going to be a great episode. So, uh, thank you. Thank you, Robert, very much. we're going to start selling some We're going to start selling some toothpaste on our website. Hell yeah, we are. All right. Sweet, sweet toothpaste. Um, As always, thank you so much for listening. Check us out on iTunes. Rate us, review us. Um, If you like the show, uh, you can support us on Patreon. You can support us by liking us on the Facebook page, by following us on Twitter. Just telling your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. All right. Thanks so much, guys.